yeah. Oh, yeah. It is time. It is time. The man, the myth, the legend, the showstopper, the icon, the main event, Jesse V. Johnson has finally made it to the movie dojo. How are you doing, my friend? I am good. Good. Good to be here. Yes. Thank you for me. Like, finally, the samurai guy will stop bugging me, you know? <laughs> but I appreciate it, my friend. I said, you know what? This, is, this would be perfect to uh, get you on here just to talk for a little bit. And, you know, let's watch this trailer together. And uh, congratulations right off the bat. I have been receiving constant positive praise from a lot of people that are your fans saying, Samurai guy, you got to watch the trailer. It looks amazing. So I can't wait to watch it. So congratulations. A lot of positive feedback. Samurai guy is getting over here. Good, good, good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I've been a longtime friend and, or, excuse me, fan of your films. And, uh, I mean, come on, man. The Debt Collectors movies are phenomenal. Accident, man. It's just so good. And here on the channel, when we review movies, it's very rarely we uh, give a, a film a perfect score. It's very rare. We'll give a movie five out of five stars. And for, to me, that was Avengement, man. Yeah, fantastic. Nailed it. We gave, that's right. We set it in stone right here on the channel. Five out of five stars, baby. And I, I feel that that is Scott Atkins' best work, in my opinion. And I'm a huge Scott Atkins fan, and I love all his movies. But, man, especially the Deck Collectors films are so much fun. I tell uh, you, uh, oh, go ahead. He committed, he committed in Avengement like like no other time I've seen him commit. Uh, like no other actor that I've had the pleasure of working with. He was he was really really into that. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it is a blast. But yeah, five stars, man. I had to represent badassity. That's right. <laughs> and it was fun, you know, having Marco Zoror on here. You know, we were talking about uh, some of his Isaac Florentine adventures. But Kung Lee uh, had a lot of fun being on here talking about Savage Dog and and all that stuff, working with you, he did have a blast. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into it here. Hell hath no fury. Yes. Let's go ahead and let's have some fun. Let's start the fucking ruckus. Let's go ahead and watch the trailer first, and then we'll watch it again. And uh, you can give your commentary, sir. Of course, you know, staying away from spoilers, obviously, because uh, we want people. The Movie Dojo Army, that's right, everybody watching, that's right, we're going to have to go out and see this. We're going to buy it and all that stuff. Now, this is being distributed by WellGo USA, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. They Let's did uh, right with me, which you may have seen as well. They're just brilliant. They have really, really good sort of ideas when it comes to press and marketing, and I, I like these guys, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those guys are fantastic. Actually, I'm kind of – I'm so excited. I'm kind of jumping the gun here. Hold on a second. Uh, the cast here, what a great cast you have in this movie. You have uh, – Nina Bergman in here, Louis Mandalore, the legend right there. You got Timothy V. Murphy, Dominique Vandenberg, a Jesse V. Johnson favorite, and Daniel Bernhardt. I'm fans uh, of everyone here, especially, uh, you know, Dominique here, man. You know, the Pit Fighter was the first film of yours I saw, and I really enjoyed Pit Fighter. The Doorman was fun, but The Mercenary was really a great badass throwback, man. I really enjoyed uh, the mercenary. I that was a lot of fun. Thank you so and, much. Uh, yeah, and Nina here, Nina, she was badass in a movie called, I mean, look at her right there. Come on, how can you not cast her in your film? She was badass in a movie called The Car Road to Revenge. I enjoyed her character in that. And of course, she was in your The Beautiful Ones, uh, which I also enjoyed that movie as well. And I'm looking forward to her upcoming movie called The Target, starring Olive Gruner, Martin Cove and Patrick Kilpatrick, which I had the pleasure of having here on the channel talking movies uh, not not too long ago. 
And uh, Timothy, man, loved him in Sons of Anarchy. He was great in Appaloosa. And, of course, he was in your Green Street Hooligans 2, which was a lot of fun as well. And I've been a fan of this guy since Mortal Kombat Conquest. He may not admit that he was in that now, <laughs> but I've been a fan of Daniel Bernhardt uh, for a long time. And it's so awesome you got him in this movie. He did a phenomenal job in Nobody uh, Training, Bob Odenkirk, and uh, he was great in that. And I enjoyed him also in the fun sci-fi action flick Skylines. Uh, shout out to Liam O'Donnell, the director, who I also had on the channel as well. And, of course, Daniel's efforts in... Uh, uh, being a part of the Matrix, franch Matrix franchises as well, so I gotta, I gotta love Danny. But one more quick shout out. Don't worry, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to the trailer. Shout out to Louis Mandalore. That's right, huge fan of this guy. Loved him in the Debt Collectors movies. And uh, shout out to William Kaufman, another director I enjoy, uh, The Brave. He was great in that. So I'm already loving the cast that you have uh, in this movie. Hell hath no fury. Now that I got that out of the way, I had to set the scene, Jesse. Got to set the scene. Now, let's go ahead and go back to World War II. That's right. Set the scene. Let's get ready to check out exclusive here on that Fast Hammer Guys channel with the legend himself, Jesse V. Johnson. Let's go ahead and bring it up here so that way we can react to it side by side. Bam, there we go. And let's have some fun. Let me blow it up a little bit here, and let's check this out. All right. Let me check one more thing really quick. Hold on. Make sure the sound is perfect. Give me one more second. And Jesse, I'm going to blow you up just for a quick second here. You so let's talk a little bit about the idea. What came up? What, 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 what brought you saying, you know what? I want to make a war film, World War II movie. Honestly, or the, uh, or the pit. <laughs> I've I've wanted to do World War II for a long time. I love it to pieces. I'm absolutely obsessed with it. And uh, nice uh, the stories that went on. My grandmother uh, was quite quite involved in World War II. You know, she was in the British Army from '41 to '43, and told me immense amounts of stories growing up. Uh, and so there was always the the seed of a story that I wanted to do, and I wanted to figure in a way of doing it a little differently. And uh, when COVID hit, I yes. put a call out for scripts that were minimally, you know, uh, didn't have a lot of location changes, didn't have huge cast. And this one was one of the, I think we had about 50 submitted. This is one that was submitted. It came from France. Uh, it was illustrated with comic, beautiful comic book illustrations. Uh, it was in oh, French nice. that had been translated via Google. It's very, very difficult to read, but there was something about it, something about the illustrations that appealed. Uh, it had a very spaghetti western feel to it, and I'm obsessed with spaghetti westerns. Unfortunately, we're not in my house. You'll see my, you'd see my good, the bad, and the ugly poster behind me, which is where I do my my business nice. zooms. Uh, Love it. It's a period of filmmaking that I adore. As a kid, I I tried to remake Fistful of Dollars shot for shot with a video camera, Betamax camera. And if you're old, you know what that is. Uh, and I got about <laughs> midway before, before it just became ludicrous, but. Uh, it was an obsession that sort of stayed with me. And when I saw these illustrations that came with this script, I was very, very intrigued. I had it properly translated. I'm, I'm fairly good at French, but not quite good enough to do that, I'm afraid. And there was something really bad. It was written from a French perspective, uh, historically 100% correct. I, I'm fastidious about that. It's hilarious reading the, the comments under the trailers. It's such an incredible bunch of munchkins out there. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> The film, 
the film is absolutely positively, you know, uh, accurate down to the uh, type of ammunition that's being used in the guns. Nice, but nice. The point is, it was a very interesting story told from this different <clears> perspective. <throat> I, uh, I don't want to give too much away, but I'll, but I'll right. say this much. In, in war, everyone has the capacity to do extraordinarily bad things. And, and they say the victors, you know, get to write the history books, but, the, you know, and that is partially true. But this stuff, this stuff happens that we brush aside because you want to put a particular golden aura on a period in history and say, oh, the, you know, allies were fantastic. The bad guys were easy to recognize because they were, you know, Germans and, and that that was sort of it, you know. Right. But it's right. an awful lot more complicated, especially in France with the repercussions around nineteen forty four. I mean obviously the Germans were the bad guys, there was no questioning that. Uh but the people that were the people that were going far beyond what was necessary with uh retaliatory acts towards supposed uh collaborators was was absolutely atrocious. I mean it was beyond description. Uh, oh, but it man. doesn't fit the logic of what happens in war, so it gets brushed aside. This film deals gotcha. a little bit with that uh, and other things as well, but also with extreme heroism, uh, although it's not where you expect it to be in this picture, which is what, again, excited me about the script. It was a little different to every other one that's being written with the holier-than-thou U.S. troops and the you know, bleakly, you know, forbiddingly evil... Germans, which just gets boring to me. It's boring. They're like stormtroopers. Right. Movie, if you treat it badly, there's more to it. There's more to history. There's there's more interesting stories there, and there's more character, and there's more detail and, and onion layers to pull back. And I think what Roman Serrere, who was the French writer, did with this script was came up with something extraordinarily cool and original, but against a backdrop that we all find quite familiar, which is this spaghetti western type right. story. Three different, very, very different groups looking for gold, and this this one person that knows the secret. Uh, yeah. we don't know where she stands. You know, right, right. I like that. I, I love spaghetti westerns, man. The man. Right. No... We learn about her as the as the story yeah. unfolds, but it's a hell of a blast. And so I was looking for guys that could do this in COVID, and you know, uh, I went to my friends. I knew we'd be filming abroad. We'd be filming here. We'd be filming all over the place. It was going to be yeah. a labor of love. Everyone would get burned, blistered, cut, <laughs> scrapped. Uh, everyone was covered from head to toe in dirt from the beginning of yeah. the to the very end. I mean, literally thick with dirt. You, I was covered with dirt at the end of each day. It was it was the filthiest film I've ever been on. Blood. <laughs> uh, Dominic, bless his heart, is fantastic in this one. It's the best thing I've ever seen him do. Oh, uh, nice. I'm excited. Him, I don't think you, you see him fire a gun in the trailer, and that's about it. But he's one of the most sort of nuanced characters in this, and really, really interesting, and just, just threw his heart and soul into it. Bless his heart, he was, he was burnt, buried, oh, no. hit with a stick, shot with a gun. He was hit with one of the Zerk guns, which is the guns, you know, the air-powered guns that make the sparks. Yeah, yeah. Twice in the face with it. Uh, great big welts that came up. It was, it was absolutely a brutal shoot for him. But he never complained, and and. Uh, you know, I, I, he's been dear friend. He started my career in the early days. He paid for a short film that, that we made after working on Mortal Kombat together, and both of us sort of planning to take over the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we've been friends ever since. You know, he, he has dropped out a couple of times. He dropped out for a year to go back and fight in Burma. Uh, and I think he might have dropped out to do some mercenary work somewhere along the line as well, but he would not want me to talk about that. Right, right. Uh, and then the other guys I've worked with, the only one I hadn't worked with before... Uh, 
really was Daniel. And uh, he'd been recommended to me by, by a writing friend of mine, uh, James Coyne, who's a phenomenal writer and a very, very intuitive sort of Hollywood type and fellow. And he, uh, he said, you just have to meet Daniel Bernhardt. You, you think you know him from yeah. his movies, but you don't. He's, he's something else altogether. He's a very, very interesting fellow, extraordinarily talented martial artist, but also a brilliant actor. And he speaks three languages, German, French, and English, which are the three that this character was needed. Oh, wow, perfect. It, <laughs> I met with him, and was he's, he's a charming human being, but very, very intelligent and, uh, and in, intimidatingly good-looking and, and, and physically uh, <laughs> adept. And I thought, you know, this, this is just too good to be true. He's the perfect, perfect character for this. And I think it's the best work he's done as an actor. I truly oh, no. As a nice. stunt, done fantastic stuff in incredible yeah. films, John Wick and Atomic Blonde, oh, yeah. and nobody. I mean, I, you know, these were films with with fifty million dollar budgets plus. You know, uh, on the low side, that is. Yeah. And so he, he's done some fantastic stuff, and there's no taking away from that. But his acting and the character he plays in this is phenomenal. I think people are going to be really excited to see him. Oh man, uh, how, and- how awesome is that? You got some uh, fans showing up here. So, Welcome, Jesse V. Johnson. Accident Man and Avengement are some of my favorite action films of recent years. You're there my you favorite go. fan. He's turned up here so far. <laughs> All right. You. Uh, well, I'm. I'm already pumped. Looks like everybody paved the way. They earned their. They earned their keep to be in this movie. Poor they Dominique. Did. These guys have worked with me before. Louis, of course, has been all around the world. And the, uh, it's funny you mentioned Pit Fighter because Tim Murphy. That was the first one. That, oh no, it's the second one we did together. We all did the Honorable together before that, and then Tim came out to the Bahamas and shot with me on on Pit Fighter as well as a small part. Yeah. So all, all of these guys, even Joseph Cannon, who plays in this one, the, probably the most sympathetic character in the whole movie, one of the GIs, one of the first first killed, which is, I know it's a cliche, but an yeah. awful cliche, but he, Joseph is a phenomenal actor. I just took him out to Georgia with me as well. He's in The uh, uh, White Elephant with Bruce Willis and John Malkovich, and does a great, great job in that. But he worked with me first on Deck Collector Part 2. Uh, I met nice. him. Uh, he's, he's really, really good at Hell Hath No Fury. So... Nice. Uh, just I'm excited go- for White Rabbit. I can't wait for till that comes out as well. You got I Olga in that too. White She's Rabbit. such a badass. <laughs> I wish my film was called White Rabbit. White Elephant. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right. I got too much Matrix in my head recently. <laughs> I, I'm sitting here. It's the Jefferson Airplane version. <laughs> White Elephant. There we go. There we go. Thanks for correcting me. Uh, but you know what's so funny when you brought up Mortal Kombat? Uh, every time we watch that, for years, when the movie came out up to today, when I rewatch it with friends and people talk about that scene that Dominique's in, and he comes out there and he does his kata and he's like, you know, doing all his punches and stuff. And Sub Zero's all the way across, and of course he just kind of cheats and just blows him up with the with the with the with the freeze attack. When that movie came out, I'm, even up till today, people still say there was no way Sub Zero would have beat that guy. <laughs> if they actually would have fought, <laughs> Sub Zero would have got his ass kicked. I know the two fighters, and Dom would have wiped the floor. With oh him. God, I was like, because he's such a badass. But yeah, I would love to have him on our podcast one day. day. He'll, he'd love to do this, and and oh should, great, sure for sure, nice, nice. All right. I think I got it all keyed up. Let's have some fun. Let's go ahead and check out Hell Hath No Fury. Let me go ahead and blow it up. Let's do it. All right. Bam. You want to tell us where that gold is? Maybe we can all go home. I'm doing my best to remember. I promise. 
If I were you, I'd keep real still, Marie. There he is. Louis. Oh, man. When the fighting is over, freedom. Then we're going to tar and feather that girl. She begged us to help her. Promised the major buried treasure. Oh shit, okay. We're gonna find that gold by sundown. This will not end lastly for you. No gold, Major. You're the one that told us there was gold here, Marie. Viva France! Damn! Let's go. There he is. That's all. Haha. <laughs> here waiting for us i don't know she's a liar man this looks good hitler's elite guard think there's a chance they just piss us by hell no they're coming we will let you live you gotta help us kill these nazis all Dude right said you can shoot all right question is can you really let's go let's go if we ambush them just right they die get it for the charge we won't stand the chance Hell on earth. Who can you trust? Don't you see? She's using you. You want clever tricks to Marie? Maybe we put down these guns. We all get a little piece of that gold. We got a deal? No more deals. Oh shit, let's go. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Woo! Oh man. Oh yeah, that that trailer scratches the itch, my friend. <laughs> it scratches yeah. the action itch. It's some good action in it. It's, oh. uh, it's 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 thought out and intelligent. It's an interesting one. I like the action. It it, it challenged me, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, but, but the cinematography looks the movie looks great. He's he's brilliant. It's uh, John Hall who shot you know everything going a long ways back. Avengers and both Deck Collector movies. He shot for me. What else? He, just very, 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 very good. It's anamorphic lenses. It's a uh, proper, proper old school style, you know, which is, yeah. which I, I um, love. Trying man, to, that looks good. Trying to keep the camera as, you know, there's the, a young director will try and move the camera in a way that makes everyone go, oh man, who, you know, those are cool shots. Who shot this? As you become more confident, you try and make everything that's going on in front of the camera what gets the audience's attention and move the camera as little as possible, which means you've got to think really, really hard about where you put it and how you move it. Uh, challenge just becomes less as you become more experienced. It's that thing that Kurosawa said about directing. The more you learn, the less the less you know, you know? Right, uh, right, right, right. Got to love Akira Kurosawa. But yeah. he's got some comments here. Uh, this trailer looks great. Looking forward to it. Any movie that comes down to settling, to setting traps and defending waves of baddies. Count me in. That's right. Uh-oh. We got another director in the house. Director Ranjit Mara. All right. He says, hey, Samurai. Hi, Brother Jesse. Trailer looks badass. Louis a good friend of mine and told me he loved working with you on the movie. I love working with Louis. I'm a huge fan of Louis. You know? Yeah, he's the man. And uh, Brandon says, badass. There we go. Yeah. We did something transcendent with us all in, in Deck Collector, that that first one where, where we had the first scene and that smelly old Cadillac, and he sat in there, and he started coughing when he was doing the scene. <clears throat> Both Scott and I looked at each other. My God, he's, he's, having, a, he's having some kind of emphysema, asthma attack. We're going to have to call. And then we realized he was doing exact same place each take. 
And at that point, Scott looked at me, oh, my God, I'm going to actually have to act in this. It's like <laughs> we sit in the car. And at that point, I realized the two of them were just pushing each other, each scene, yeah. pushing yeah. each other a little harder, pushing the other one to be better than the other one. And then the other one, come, Scott had come back with something that, that, that shook Louie up. It was fantastic. It was like watching a, it was like watching a tournament of titles. Yeah. Yeah, and there's just such great chemistry between both of them. Uh, we got Eric here saying, "Damn, that looks like a badass flick." They're Thank coming you, in here. Oh well, yeah, on this one, man. <laughs> uh, since we, since we, are you allowed to answer this question? If not, I understand. But are we going to get a third debt collectors movie? Uh, I think so. I think so. I, that, that's one of the few I'd go back and do. We're we're talking about it with Blyberg. There's some thoughts. There's some thoughts on it, and uh, it's. I, you know, those ones I, I find very exciting. I, I find them fun to work on because oh. you know, I enjoy working with actors. You know, and that's that's yeah. my that's my big. I mean, it's it, the way things are going right now. This might be one of my favorite new trilogies, man. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait. And an accident man two is that still a thing? Uh, not with me. No, I, I okay. That one. Uh, they've got a great uh, pair of directors. I think they've got coming in, and Scott's very excited about it. They'll do a good job with it. It's a good script. Uh, I just there's there's a point where. I, I am now that it's very difficult for me to to do those slightly smaller budgets. It's just tough, just very very right. difficult, you know. Right, gotcha, uh, gotcha. I'd love to do it. I have the next wife, and I have a child in college, and another right. one. Uh, yeah, I understand. I get it. I totally get it. Um, really <laughs> quick, really really quick, before we watch the trailer again, and you can give some commentary. Um, uh, I have to ask this. Please put it in there. If no one else has asked this, put it in there if you can for the next Deck Collector movie. A fake movie trailer or something or some sort of Louis Mandalore's ninja movie. Come on. Come on. Have it on the background on the TV. It has to be there. We'll get Louis to shoot it. We'll go out and film it. Please. Maybe maybe a, 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 a fake trailer before the movie starts. I like that idea. Hey, hey. Woohoo. I hope that happens because I, I just—it sounds like a such great idea because it's hilarious. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. But uh, uh, Ranjit asks here before we before we play the trailer again, uh, what were the challenges of working on Triple Threat? Uh, well, it was a beautiful movie to work on. I loved it. It was one of the one of the most fun. But we went into it with two scripts, neither of which were finished. So basically, it was a huge challenge to write a script that. Uh, catered enough time and energy and character development to what amounted to almost, I think it was eight characters in the end that, that had to have some kind of, and then also a fight as well. So it became, you know, what, what, what's more important, you know, establishing the characters and, and getting the, their fight scenes or actually having a story and trying to balance all of that was difficult. And then right. dealing with uh, the film being taken away for 11 months and re-edited after, after we turned in a very good movie. Very upsetting, but, you know, you live and you move on and the film end up being okay and doing very good business. So it's yeah. just a shame because out there somewhere is a really, really good version of it. Uh, but the one thing they really didn't like apparently was I had a huge backstory on Eco, which I thought was great, which, you know, he was, he's Islamic and his wife was Islam, Islamic who'd been killed. And we saw yeah. a lot of his faith and everything there. And it was, it was, oh. it was really, really good. Uh, but I guess it was, it was deemed not uh, problematic in one of the markets that they were selling in, so they just gotcha. hit the whole thing gone, which was really, really kind of heartbreaking. And I laugh about yeah. it now. I laugh about it because the film did okay and it went off, but it was very upsetting to all of us. Time, uh, and there was right. a few things like that. So that was tough. Uh, but the film itself, making it, was one of the most biggest joys of my career. It was fantastic. I love working in Thailand. The crews were brilliant. 
uh, working with John again, my, my favorite DP, and, uh, uh, and the, the cast were great to work with. Uh, you might have had some egos under different circumstances, but we had Michael Bisping, who was at the time the champ, and set the standard very early on. He, he, someone said something like, look at me, I, I'm, I, you know, I can do this in real life. And, and Mike turned to him and said, you can't do it in real life. And it, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. I can't really. And that was it. <laughs> that went on, they sat in a ring laughing and joking, and there was no no posturing because the, you know, the, the, the real tough guy was established and it was okay. And something about it. Anyway, it, it, yeah. it's probably much, much more complex than that, but it was just a really, really fantastic, friendly dynamic nice. throughout the film. And uh, they're all those guys are legends, man. So how cool was to have everybody together in one the real, movie? The real legends are used, you know, the ones that are worthy of the, the the title legend are normally the ones that are pretty cool to deal with. It's the ones, the wannabes, and the not quites, and the also rans that the, the biggest problem egotistical gotcha. thing, you know. But those guys were all fantastic. I, I love working with was you know, Michael Jai White is a comic book nerd and a movie nerd. Scott is a, <laughs> is a movie nerd. Eco is, is just a very quiet, gentle, giving, yeah. generous, kind human being. Uh, yeah. Tony Jarr is 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 like a monk, like a you know he's just just this incredible spirit and quiet and hugs everyone and 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 you know, apologizes and says hello and comes in and does his scene. It's like a, watching a whirlwind in action. You know, just destroys. Yeah. Even Scott said it was the most intimidating. Uh, screen fight that he ever had the fight that he had with tony he said the power the raw power even of the misses when the yeah. the touch was so we, we had two actors on that big big guys one smurenberg and another guy they call frankenstein these are oh. enormous human beings so much flesh you know they eat the whole craft service table and they stop by and and both of them well the first one made the mistake he said tony hit, kick me for real so it looks for real it's a leg kick and oh, and no. i uh, I, I'm not sure. If, and bang, he's down on a on a stretcher, being taken out. <laughs> they were doing the fight in the police station, and they were having some trouble getting one of the hits to make contact. And and Ron Smorenberg turned, and it was in the moment while we were shooting, and we we're about to do the second take. He said, "Tony, just hit me for real." And I heard this, and 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 sort of moved away from the monitor to sort of half heartedly say, no, "You know, don't do it for real." By that time, Tony had kicked him, and bang, stretcher. Out. <laughs> and so I saw that twice happen with stunt guys say, kick me for real and, and oh, get no. and stretcher. Uh, I love how you, it's this one kick instantly stretcher. <laughs> it's the next quote. Well, it's, oh my goodness. Loud cracking sound, you know, which is sort of an inhuman leather, you know, punching bag sound. That, that, and then you realize there's a difference to a, a sound when someone gets slapped and when someone gets hit with one of those haymakers, you know, that takes the wind out yeah. of them. Did you ever think? Uh, do you think you might work in the future with Donnie Yen at some point? I'd love to. I'd love to. I'm, I'm not. I'm not as passionate about continuing too heavily in the martial arts. I, I, I oh. loved it. I've enjoyed it. Uh, it's been extraordinarily exciting to me. Uh, and has, has you know, with the Avengeman, and the, if you include the Avengeman and Debt Collector movies as martial arts movies, and there's a certain amount of fighting in them. So, oh yeah, know, it's a very sort of tapered edge of martial arts. If you think of Wushu in the Chinese style. You know, uh, so more action now, more action thrillers. Yeah, I, I I enjoy working with with actors of you know the highest quality that I can get my producers to pay for, and, and sort of elevating the stories, elevating the cast, and and predominantly elevating the budgets as well, and and, and getting to make these films that a lot of people see. You know, uh, yeah, as opposed to very very good films that I'm very proud of. But when I ask my daughters, 
they say, we've never heard of your movies. None of my friends have heard of your movies, Dad. You know, And it's, it's like, yeah, but there's a lot of middle-aged guys who love these movies, kids. <laughs> it's like, and they're like, no. <laughs> there's a hardcore action fan base out there there's a lot of fans i'm so so grateful for it and so lucky to have made these films that have resonated with them well you know the invention pictures and debt collector pictures they they've they've got me a great agent you know i'm represented by one of the top agencies in, in town uh they've got me great meetings and so i have only love for the action genre uh, and we'll continue you, to make movies. But the hard, do my, horror? Horror? Horror. I love horror, you know. Would the you right do a horror part. film in the future, maybe? Because it's really scary and not just horror for the sake of, you know, showing blood and gore. Nice. I, I nice. don't care. I'm actually quite squeamish in, in real life when it comes to it. I, you know, I've seen enough of it on film sets when it's not when it's not wanted because <laughs> an accident has <laughs> happened. Not on my films, but as a working right. stunt 20 years, it's, you know, where you've had to hold someone to get the blood on you it's not something that i i don't i don't ha- it doesn't ride heavily in my mind as something i want to replicate over and over you know uh, whereas right. action and, and heroism and, and grace a form of grace that, yeah. a, that a hero in a movie attains by by trying to put himself above or against an enormous force this is this is this is beautiful this is wonderful it's poetry but sim- simply making things where people are blown to pieces is <laughs> right you want to you want to yeah yeah. I get it. I totally get it. It's not like just shining. not you, you. It's not just eye candy. You want mind candy. Yes. In your movies. I, I think you could say that. That's yeah. There you go. All yeah. right. Let's have some fun. Let's watch the movie again. Uh, the movie. <laughs> We're gonna premiere the movie right now, guys. Yeah, <laughs> Excuse of, me. I've seen the whole movie with the trailer. I would like to say that you definitely, definitely do not see the whole movie with the trailer. <laughs> oh, nice. You see a okay. very, very small part of it. There's a lot of action in it. That's not to say there's not much action, but uh, right. But the whole the whole plot, you know, holding Daniel, the whole with Dominic, the whole plot with yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at it again here, and uh, I know it's going to be really hard. Uh, the sounds turn off for the audience, so that way you can do your commentary over it. I know it's going to be hard without uh, doing spoilers, but yeah, let's talk a little bit here. Let's watch it again. Want to tell us where that gold is? Maybe we can all go home. So she, so she's being looked from the plot synopsis. It looks like she's being like framed as a trade as a traitor, right? And these guys here, a having her head. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen any footage of it, but they pull the girls' dresses off, they shave them, shave their head, and and, and in this particular case, put a uh, lipstick swastika on her head and made them march in the streets, at which point oh they punched and spat on and, and kicked. And we took all of this from actual footage. I have the actual photographs of, of this happening in 44, you know, oh, wow. as, as the German... If I were you, right. I'd keep real still, Marie. So these Americans came across Get out of it as quickly as possible. Right, right. Copy that. So she comes across. It looks like uh, she comes across uh, Louis and the team here. And uh, they, uh, they, uh, they, she's directed them to this to this graveyard, which is where the gold is supposedly hidden. Okay, so they're kind of blackmailing her. Like you want our protection? Okay, I yes. see what's going on. No, semi, semi. They're, they're you know they're opportunists. Gotcha, gotcha. Right there, there's the gold. Freedom. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel's. Daniel's always been good looking. Look at this guy. This is this is GQ oh, villain we got going here. 
It's funny, all, all the, we're in this mud hole for this whole thing, you know, up to our knees in the most disgusting dirt and blood. But whenever yeah. Danny was on set, it was a very strange thing happened. All, all the women on set started wearing makeup and looking hideous. <laughs> really frustrating. And then when he left, they went back to looking like, you know, haggard old. That's, that's <laughs> like the rest of us. I'm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> now he's getting attacked right here. Why? Right, yes. yes. <laughs> In movie, it's 1941. So this is back uh, three years earlier when the Germans were in full sort of residency in France. Uh, yeah. This film is set in the southern part of France in Oban, which is uh, uh, one of the last sort of part. It fought over, contested heavily uh, in 44. Right. And we're going to tar and feather that girl. Right here, cutting the she heads. begged us to help wow. her. Promised the major. And there's there's real photos of that and everything. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh it, my we goodness. actually got actual footage which we bought, which is over the title sequence of the girl getting her getting her tattoo drawn with a. Uh, she begged us to. Wow. To help her. Promised the. Here's our crew here. All right. Major buried treasure. Louis and his crew. Timothy. We don't find that gold by sundown. This will not end last. There he is. So this is sort of a rough outrider. They they fought all their way up from you know they obviously landed in Sicily and fought their way up through Italy. Uh, there was a small break and then they fought their way into France, which is where they've met up with her. While you know while the other Allied invasion June six was coming in through the north through Normandy. Now right. this little team is is their officers and NCOs. They're older and a little nastier than the rest, and they they've gone off on their own to sort of you know. Uh, see what they can get opportunistically stealing that sort of thing now this this happened it's not something people are you know like think about particularly because it's a sort of nasty slightly more unpleasant area they weren't necessarily out to kill anyone but they'd certainly seen enough fighting that they felt they deserved a little bit of the spoils of war gotcha. it- oh, major gotcha. you're the one that told us there was gold here marie so the Dominic French show up too we got the French showing up. Yep, the French have shown up. These are two resistance fighters that knew Marie earlier in '41. Now, they, I'm not going to go into the relationship right, there right. too much because that would be a spoiler. That but Dominic similar. and Charles Fadi. Charles Fadi was with me on uh, Savage Dog before. He was. He's a French actor. He was in the Dien Bien Food, one of the greatest Vietnam films ever made about the French leaving Vietnam. A huge, huge French epic, which is one of my favorites. He played a nice. parish in that, so I was quite happy to get check that out. Oh, it's right, fantastic. Chandor, I think it is. There he is. Look at that perfect timing there. <laughs> Dominique, man, this dude is his legend. This is he's so badass. They here waiting for us. Man, just I love the way the action is. She's a liar. Now he's obviously something has happened here. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers, yes. we can't really talk about it too much. But, yeah. that, one. that gives quite a lot away, so I'm going to yeah, sort of clear that. that yeah, I want to leave something. Yeah, his face is all oh, messed up. Okay. If there's a chance, they just piss us back. Hell no, they're coming. We will let you live. you got to help us kill these guys. This film was that because of COVID, you know, the lack of people working, we had access to, you know, the Minx Belarus uh you know, military, which, you know, which was the soldiers, the extras, but also all the uniforms, the tanks, the guns, the, you know, it was, it, we had to pay for it, but it's, you know, it, on a Hollywood movie, it would absolutely not have been with even 
I mean, it was more. It would be more than this entire budget to have done this right. in, in Hollywood. So, it, right. and all of their stuff is real. None of it's replica. I mean, the MP44 oh, is thirty or forty thousand dollars a piece over here. Look at look at all this candy we got. <laughs> nice. This, and man, so she's like, all right. Oh, there he is in the back there, Dominique, right there. There he is. Yeah. Said you can shoot. Question is. So now it's now it's it's just all balls to the wall here. Now we have she's gonna have really to team good. up. Yeah, I, I I thought I'd be really tough and show her how to shoot it. I shot it. It pinched my finger. There's a something that moves on the side of the head of the bolt over there. The, the wood. Yeah. Yeah. Huge blood blister. I gave it back to him. She shot it through the whole thing. She was fine with it. She's much better nice, than me. Nice. Nice. But uh, but good. You know, you're really. Pretty pretty. Before you ambush him, just run. If you think about it, I mean, this is we won't stand the chance. Really getting intense now. That, there's a stunt right there. Yeah, those guys. Boom. That was a uh, that was a good bomb. That one. Don't you see? She's using you. We won't deliver tricks to Marie. Maybe we put down these Tim guns and we'll get a little man. piece of that gold. We got a deal. I feel sorry for somebody. Somebody ate it right there. Oh, a lot of people ate <laughs> on this one. We got some BTS footage of one, one of the poor Germans getting up, and he had his mouth full, his nostrils were full, his ears were full, his eyes. eyes oh, <laughs> but he was nice. very nice. You know, th these are young guys that enjoy it. Yeah. He's a stuntman. And honestly, you know, if it's in, if you know it's happening and you're ready for it, you get in there and you, you yeah. sell it and you get in there, you don't, you don't, you know, you, you don't do yeah. it. It's, it's, if it catches you by surprise, you'd be, you'd be horrified. Yeah. <laughs> you've yourself for it. You've bit down on your guts. You've got yeah. your fortitude going. You, you've oh, heard yeah. a dozen times. You know where you're going to fall blind and you do it. It's a hell of a lot of fun. We used to do the things that, you know, I did 13 episodes of Walker, Texas Ranger, and you did the fights with Chuck and he'd clamp you in these fights, but you loved it. It's, it was fantastic. Get kicked by Chuck. You know, that was the, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was what you wanted and you loved it as a, as a stuntman. I, I, I don't understand. Any other way of doing it now? If you're working with an actor, you don't do that, of course. You, you right. treat that they're, you know, they're trained to act. They're not the same. But uh, but no, it's you know, in stunts, you you get into the game because you know you're going to take a couple of hits. You're going to get some dust on you and get a little oh, bit yeah. of sparks and you know, smell the yeah. black powder up close. But that's fun, isn't it? You know. Yeah, it's bragging rights too. Hey, I, Chuck Norris kicked me in the gut, full blast. I survived. <laughs> Chuck, my green cut. We put down these guns. We'll get right a little piece of that gold. Again, yeah. We got a deal. No more deals. Boom. Yeah, someone, someone's eating it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Falls to the wall. Let's go. Oh, yeah. It's, it got, got pretty intense in there for a bit. It was, uh... Yeah. Knife fight Tim has. That's where the, uh, one of the stunt guys that Daniel brought on from 8711, uh, uh, Remy, oh. not right. man, and they they did very very well. Daniel helped a lot in the fights. Obviously, Luke Lafontaine, who plays a part in this, was my regular stunt coordinator, who has been for almost almost twenty years. But Daniel man. came, and stepped in, and did a lot of that stuff as well. It's brilliant, nice man. Very. Uh, it is. It, uh, we got Kevin here saying, "Can't wait to watch this film. Looks badass." That's right. That's right. Kevin, hope you enjoy. Boom, it. boom, boom. That's right. <laughs> That's all you need to say. Oh, in this one.
Lots of booms, lots of ringing ears on set on this, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really excited. A lot of people in the comments are asking, um, would there be a triple threat too? And I think you've already answered that earlier, that you're kind of... I, I, yeah, I, it's it's tricky, you know. I, I, I love everyone involved in that, but it is, it is you know... you. You don't. You, you get a short time. I'm on a very, very good rise at the moment. I've been brilliantly lucky over the last five years. Each film has surpassed the last one before it uh, in the amount of money it's made, how much money it was made for, how much I got paid. The least important of which is how much I got paid. By the way, it's it's trying <laughs> yeah. to make things as as you know, and uh, I, I you know it would have to be under the right circumstances because if you put your heart and soul into a film and then it gets it gets taken apart when you don't when you're not there to protect it. Right. You're very, very cautious about going through that again, you know, because what's right. the, you know, if, if am I going to bust my ass on a film again and then, you know, watch over a year as someone else decides to dismantle it because for whatever reason, no matter how good or bad, whether they can't sell it in China or they've got to do this or they've got to do that. Right. I don't mind what the reasoning is, but it's if it doesn't fit in with my <laughs> plan, then it's bad. Yeah, but, copy that. Copy that. Uh, which one will call it? Uh, would you team up with Scott again in the future? Oh yeah, Scott and I have got a lot planned. I would love to work with him again. He's yes. Phenomenal. I want to bring him in to play the bad guy on a, on a big movie. Is what yes. I, yes. I think. You see him up against, uh, you know, an A-list actor as the bad guy. He'd hold his own, man. He'd be oh yeah, brilliant. He'd be. He's a very very good actor. He commits like no one I know, and you know the action is going to be, you know, be really really good as well. So yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Count me in on that. Uh, oh, I'm really excited for that. I want to see him as a villain too. Yeah, I'm excited for him and uh, him and John Wick Four, man. Him oh, and Marco Zoror and all those guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, but yes, I'm. Gonna, I want to keep you too much, my friend. Uh, I could talk to you all day, my friend, about movies and of course your films, especially them. You know, them spaghetti westerns. Maybe we should get together in the future and talk about our favorite spaghetti yeah. westerns. That'll be a lot of fun. I love Sabata. I, I mean, there's so yeah. many. There's so many good ones out there. Uh, but uh, it, it was an honor. Yes, it was an honor and a privilege to have you here, Jesse. Thanks again. I to do it for a while. Sorry it took the trailer to make it work, but I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate everyone tuning in and saying hello as well. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's just, I understand. Like It's like every time me and you were, were scheduling a podcast show, hey, you're off making another movie. It was just like bad timing. But hey, we made it happen, and uh, thanks for hanging out. And uh, as we say to all our guests here, you know, make this your second home, my friend. You're always welcome to come back, you know, when White Elephant comes out. Maybe we could do the same thing with that trailer. Yeah, I think that would be a lot of fun. And uh, shout out to everybody involved, all the filmmakers for Hell Hath No Fury. That's right. Movie Dojo Army, make sure you go out. Buy all of Jesse V. Johnson's films right now. Do it. (laughs) And and make it. There you go. <laughs> and make sure uh, you definitely check out Hell Hath No Fury. Uh, is the Blu-ray coming out this this year as well? I don't know what the physical media plan is on this one. Uh, I know it's November the 5th is the theatrical. November the 10th, it starts on the streaming uh, uh, services. Uh, okay. I don't know much more than that, so we're, we'll be jamming. But uh, if you're in L.A., November the 5th, Keep an eye on my Facebook page, and I'll say where we're screening, and I'm going to get everyone together at the opening night, and we're going to try and make a red carpet out of it and be public. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a blast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely be watching that. Definitely. Uh, but this was, a, this was a blast, my friend. Oh, one more comment uh, from Highly Combustible Reacts. 
First time to the channel, but I love what you are going, what you got going on, Fat Samurai Guy. We'll be around more often, and we'll binge some of your content later. Glad I found you. Well, thanks. A shout out to me, not just Jesse. That's nice. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, my friend. And this is the channel: action, you know, adventure, martial arts. This is the channel we represent. That here, that's our first love here. And uh, I told, I told you, Avengement, man, five, five out of five stars, baby. Thank you so that's how we roll. All right, Jesse, don't go anywhere yet. Uh, thanks again for watching, guys. Don't forget, tomorrow, guys, at 6 p.m. Pacific, uh, join us for another episode of Versus. We're doing Remake versus Remake tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's right. Friday the 13th versus Halloween Remakes. Who will win tomorrow? Make sure you guys join us for that. And we're going to have another special guest on Friday. So thanks again for watching, guys. See you next time. And, Jesse, hold on one second. <laughs>